black quack, a honk honk, and a vroom vroom to you. Good afternoon, and welcome into another episode of Outdoor Adventures. I am Stan Poggle, and I'm always happy to be joined by my friend, legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer, Chris Kudak. I'm sure getting into some trouble and mischief somewhere again today. How are we doing, bud? Not too bad, sitting out in Mille Lacs with a bunch of guys, having a little steak party, making hamburgers, catching walleyes. What better does it get? Wow, that sounds like uh, quite a job you have there. How do I sign yeah. up? Well, drive up, we'll put you to work. Well, how are we going to get this thing on the air without me here? I'm going to have to have you come down and show you the ones and twos and the whistles and the buttons here, and, and maybe you can uh, run in here one time and, and run the board, and then I'll go out and have fun with your buddies and, and catch a bunch of fish and really show them how to, how to smack those bass out there. Oh yeah, we could do that. Yeah. So how yeah, was it? Out, how was it out there? It looks like I, I got a picture from our buddy Bob Slaybaugh. He was up there fishing with you. It looks like uh, that was quite a lunker you had there. Yeah, yeah. His son yesterday we were out doing a little bass fishing, and uh, he hooked into a, a, a about a five six pounder, I suppose. That uh, yeah, we had a, we had a good day at the lake. So uh, you are gearing up for a big thing with Bob Slaybaugh, and we're going to have him on here in the next couple of segments with his Camp Confidence, uh, uh, the Confidence Learning Center up there. They got the big tournament. Is that next week or the following week now? Yeah, we got uh, uh, the Camp Confidence deal coming up on the 15th, 16th fundraiser. Uh, you know, we got lots of good guides up there. I mean, uh, all the local guides plus a lot of other guides from around. And it's a it's a big deal. So how does that exactly work? Now, do they set them up with guides like you, and then these these kids and adults get to go out and experience the day on the water with guys like you, or how does it work? Well, we got uh, a bunch of guides that are coming up from all over, and uh, they come up, and we put two people. It's the people that donate the money, or corporations donate money for Camp Confidence, and they put them in the boat with uh, local guides or guides from the cities that come up, or guides from Mille Lacs. We got guides from all over the country coming, and they take them out for a day of fishing. We have a dinner Friday night and uh, a dinner Saturday after the contest, and all the proceeds goes to Camp Confidence for the Learning Center. So we will get into that here coming up in the next segment. I want to remind folks to uh, check out our Facebook page. There's a fresh uh, picture of uh, Kudak's ugly mug up there. And if you can turn the radio down a little bit too, Kudak, I can kind of hear it in the background. It's driving me absolutely bonkers because I'm no, getting feedback here. So I, had to, I moved up to the front of the boat now. Okay, that's uh, much better. But uh, anyway, uh, it's a great thing. We'll be talking with uh, Bob Slaybaugh here in a bit on Camp Confidence and to get involved with that. But like I said, get on our Facebook page. We've got some pictures of uh, the big bass coming out of Malax there. Also, I'm trying to think what else. I posted quite a few stuff this week, but I can't exactly remember what it all was. But uh, the latest thing, I, I just put a reply. It's not on our outdoor page, but uh, it was one of our uh, friends, uh, Tonka Fishing, out there in the Minnetonka area. And maybe we can get into this debate a little bit later in that last segment, Kudak. But we chatted a little bit off air, but... There seems to be a debate on, you know, the carp out there on Lake Minnetonka. There's a couple of bays where they're really kind of taking over the way it sounds. Uh, I haven't read too deep into it, so I don't want to get too deep into it. But at the same time, it seems like we're always, everything's becoming an invasive species. My comment on the post that was uh, put up here a couple of days by Tonka Fishing was, you know, it's the Department of Natural Resources. We want it to be natural, not what man thinks is natural 
And I mean, we had the zebra mussels, we had the milfoil, that was going to kill the lake. Now, you know, there seems to be uh, debate out there, at least in that area where I'm at, that the carp are going to destroy the lake. So what do you have to say in a nutshell about that? Well, you know, there have been carp around for forever and ever and ever. I mean, the river's full of them. I mean, all the lakes up here are full of carp. I mean, yeah, you could take some out of there, but uh, carp ain't hurt nothing. They're bottom fisher, but, you know, they clean the bottom of the lake. I mean, uh, you know, I, I can believe they could get overpopulated, but, you know, you take some out, but, you know, then again, they're, 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 they're scavenger fish. They, they, you know, they're, they're cleaning the bottom of the lake. They're cleaning the weeds, the muck, and whatever bugs, and I don't, I, I just, don't think there's a problem with them. I mean, yeah, if there's an overabundance, yeah, I mean, you can net some out and do what you want to do with them. I know a lot of people, they got these people that they come in, commercial netters come and net them, and they sell them. Well, the latest is, I can't remember the exact number, but they're asking for, I think they're going to put like $600,000, I wanted to say, into it. Uh, it's part of Halstead's Bay. That, I guess, is the kind of uh, the worst area as far as population goes, and I guess it's seems to be according to there it's along with the minnehaha creek district and all that and six mile creek and all these different entities are, are are involved in it but at the same time you know i i guess i'm just one of those old school common sense guys and it's like let na- nature take its course not what we think nature should be uh you know we've even talked here as far as invasive species they're talking about night crawlers being invasive so that I mean, how far is it going to go? Is is my opinion. Well, this day and age, isn't everything invasive? Yeah, I I'm, mean, I mean, I mean, know, us people uh, are invasive. And my point too was, you know, especially on Lake Minnetonka, as you know, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of boats out there every weekend and during the week. You know, not as many during the week, obviously, but on the weekend, I mean, I don't know the exact number, but they they say you know ten twenty thousand. 10 to 20,000 boats on the lake at any given time. Well, I would think those high-powered motors running through the channels, uh, driving along the shorelines in the, in the shallower water are doing just as much, if not more, damage to the lake because what these advocates are for killing all the carp or at least you know trying to, I guess, get their numbers down, their argument is they stir up the lake, they stir up the bottom of the lake. That causes algae blooms. They go through the weeds and destroy the weed patches when they're swimming through because they kind of, you know, roam in packs just like every other fish. But at the same time, you're driving a boat across 10 miles worth of water and you're hugging that shoreline. You're going to be tearing up a lot of weeds yourself. So, you know, is it that or is it the carp? And we're just blaming the carp because we want to go and do this. Well, I, I would think you know. I'm sure. I'm sure the DNR has a has a formula like they got for everything to go figure out the number of carp that are in the lake, and you know they got a formula for everything. You know, I mean they they got a formula for fish kill. They got a formula for this. They got a formula for that. So it, it would be something to see the, their numbers or where the numbers are coming from or who are giving the numbers on on the carp. Yeah, but that's up for debate, too, when you're talking formulas, because they don't have a concrete number. You know, it's like a math addition problem. If I just throw out two numbers that I think, you know, go together, you don't have a concrete answer if you start out with an estimate, is my point. So if if I'm I'm estimating that, 
You know, I caught 10 fish. Well, I really only caught five. You know, my formula, if I put 10 into the equation rather than five into the equation, you're going to come out with a totally different answer. Well, to me, I think it, uh, you know, what, what, I mean, we could go on and on and on about this. There, I, I would like to see a, a company come in there that, a non-biased company come in and, and, and do the situation, see what's going on and go from there and, and, and see what, what their, what their findings are to the DNR findings. Yeah, it would be that, but I mean, isn't that what, I know that's one of the things up in your neck of the woods is the co-management. Well, now, instead of having one entity to argue about or argue with, now you have two different entities to argue with. And if you bring in another independent uh, biologist or scientist or what have you, now, now you have three different and you're still not getting a, a clear answer because one one side is going to obviously push for their side, the other side is going to push for theirs, and then the the other mediator guy is probably going to be somewhere in the middle. Well, you know, it's one of them deals. You're kind of between a rock and a hard place on the deal because yeah, nobody's got the right answer. So we will maybe debate that a little bit here in the uh, final segment a little bit more, but I'd like to hear your comments on that, uh, 651-989-5855, 651-989-5855. Uh, big musky opener, that is happening today. I, I'm guessing you've seen quite a few guys uh, throwing some big baits up there here today. Oh, yeah, there was one guy put his boat in on the lifter. We were getting the, getting the launch ready to go, and uh, he, he wouldn't you think you'd, you'd you know, it, it took him an hour to back his boat in the water. It took him another hour to sit there and put his baits out and do this and do that, and he had guys waiting at the axis. And we, we sat to watch this guy for an hour and a half. Well, he then he drove drove out about 200 yards from the access, and that's where he's sitting right now pitching for muskies. And they, and they they have I did see a few muskies get caught today. One one big one, and the other ones were small, but yeah, they're they're catching them. So we will have uh, more outdoor adventures coming up here on Twin Cities News Talk. We have uh, the director of the Camp Confidence Program up there. Uh, what is that? Brainerd Lakes area? Is that where that's at again, Kudak? Or where's that at? Yeah, yep. He's up in the Brainerd Lakes area, right uh, over on Gull Lake. So we will uh, have Bob Slaybaugh chatting about that. They have their big uh, celebrity fishing contest, which Kudak is involved with. So we'll chat with him about that. Also, we probably got to get Kudak going here a little bit later. There's a petition out there to stop the co-management of Lake Malax. So we'll get into that a little bit. Talk a little bit more muskies, and also your chance to check out. The state parks in Minnesota, if you haven't for a while, a chance for you to get free admission to that. We'll talk about that as well. But Bob Slaybaugh of Camp Confidence Learning Center is coming up next here on Outdoor Adventures. If you'd like to chime in, 651-989-5855. We'll be back with more Outdoor Adventures. Outdoor Adventures continues here on Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Get that free iHeartRadio app, and uh, Kudak, we were playing around with it here a couple of weeks ago on the show where we were playing. They have this graduation playlist now. I can't remember how many decades ago it was for you, but I know it was a couple for myself, and we we played some old tunes from the high school days. That was pretty fun. Yep, yep. We played, uh, played some real good tunes from back in the 70s. 
Well, what about the ones from the 90s we played uh, for my graduating class? Didn't you like those, too? Them weren't even tunes. (laughs) Well, that's definitely tunes. Yeah, that's what they had back in the day were cool tunes. But uh, definitely get that iHeartRadio app, and uh, you can uh, search your year, your kid's graduating year, your wife's graduating year. It's uh, your favorite fishing buddy's favorite year. Uh, It's pretty cool stuff, pretty nostalgic, so get that on that iHeartRadio app. And you can also listen live to Twin Cities News Talk. You can search that or search outdoor adventures and you can subscribe to our channel there we have our own uh, radio channel basically on that interweb stuff kudak so our voices are just floating around the atmosphere as we speak yeah yeah that's uh we're getting we're getting bigger and better i I guess as we get older that is definitely correct uh we're going to bring in our friend uh bob slaybaugh now of camp confidence He's all geared up for the big uh, tournament coming up here in a couple of weeks. Good afternoon, Bob. How are we doing? How are you Good. there, Bob? How are you guys this afternoon? We're doing great. Uh, so what is it? This is a big year for you guys. I heard it's the 35th annual. Uh, it's been around almost as long, not quite as long as Kuduk, but getting there. <laughs> you know, Chris was a young guy when you when he first started getting involved with this event. But, uh, yeah, this is one of the longest-running fishing events um, that's, re- you know, run consistently every year under the same operation, the same organization. It's one of the longest-running events fishing in, in the state of Minnesota. So uh, we're getting geared up for it. June 15th, we have our um, John Mariucci Fiesta out at Camp Confidence which is a huge outdoor meal with a lot of uh, celebrities and, and uh, fishermen and pros and, and silent auction and raffles and, and dinner till you just, you, they got to roll you out of the place after you've done eating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then on the 16th, we have our 35th annual Camp Confidence Fishing Classic. And, and this thing is so special. And, and I had the honor yesterday of, of, well, I think it's the honor of fishing with Chris most of the day. And we started reminiscing about guys who have been involved with this thing over the last few years. And, and this is the who's who of fishing is involved with this. And the best part is everybody, no matter who you are, if you, if you never held a fishing rod in your hand, you can be involved with it and fish right alongside some Hall of Famers and some very top-notch Minnesota fishermen. So how does this work? First off, let's explain to the listeners that haven't caught you uh, before on here, Bob, but what exactly is Camp Confidence, first off, and uh, what do you guys do there uh, uh, for people? Well, Camp Confidence is is really a unique place. Um, This year we're going to serve more than 11,000 campers who have some sort of developmental or cognitive disability. That means these are campers of all ages, um, young kids on up to, you know, middle-aged adults on up to seniors who are born with a disability. It was not their choice. And uh, they come up here and they spend a week or three days, whatever whatever amount of time they can spend with us, and we let them enjoy the outdoors. We go fishing. We go skiing. We go tubing behind the speedboat. We shoot archery. Um, we're open year-round, so during the wintertime, we do things like dog sledding, inner tube sliding, and ice fishing, and uh, we can keep people busy the entire week if they want to stay there. But it's it's kind of unique because a family can come. If a family has a child with a disability, they don't get to send their kid to camp. 
they get to bring the entire family to camp and have a family experience. So mom, dad, the other kids in the family, maybe grandma and grandpa get to come. And we really try to highlight the abilities that somebody has, not necessarily highlight their disabilities. Well, this year I hear uh, Kudak is going to be up there fishing with you again. So, uh, and I know you guys were out on Malax yesterday slaying some uh, smallies. So, uh, who's going to win the fishing tournament between the two of you this year? You probably got the well, home field advantage, I'm guessing. You know, I'm going to load Chris up, so he's probably not officially in the competition. Instead, um, him and Craig Dickmeyer, a good friend of ours, last year. Um, took a couple guy or took some guys out from one of our local group homes fishing and gave them a special day on the lake, um, and then joined us up for the weigh-in and such. So, um, but yeah, it's it's this event is real neat, unique because we bring in all these pros, Hall of Famers, professional guides, a lot of up-and-coming tournament anglers who you're just starting to read about. They all volunteer their day, they bring their boats, they bring their equipment, and then for a two hundred dollar donation to the camp, which supports our campers with disabilities. You get to sit on a boat and fish in a tournament-style event with them all day and uh, pick their brains, um, chat with them afterwards, collect autographs. I think the most fun part about this event, for the pros anyway, is that they're not competing against each other, either for guide business or, or tournament dollars. But this is the one day a year they can come together in a very casual atmosphere and, and have fun. The camaraderie is second to none. And for the participants that are making a donation to camp, it is such a cool event because there's there's not a lot of high stress, not a lot, a lot of high pressure. It's just come in, meet the pros, fish with them, have a great time, support the campers with disabilities. So how do people get registered, like, say, if I want to come up and fish? Uh, how do I get registered, make the donation? Where do I get more information on that? Well, we got there's a couple options to participate. Um, first is if you want to put together a team of three people and bring your own boat, um, you're more than welcome to do that. And uh, it costs $400 for your boat, and you can split that amongst the three guys, um, but you provide your own guide for the day and compete against the pros. And a lot of guys are having a lot of fun doing that. Um, the second option is to make a $200 donation, and uh, we'll put you in a boat with one of these pros. And we're talking some top-notch guys. I mean, when you look at Chris and Tony Roach and Perry Good and the Linders, um, Dan Otwalli, Dan Eigen, Jamie Deepman, Bill Shirk, the list goes on in this thing. Larry Bullock's been doing this for 35 years. <laughs> And uh, we've got some of the best best named names in the fishing industry. But we'll put you in a boat. Getting information about it is really super easy. If you Google Camp Confidence um, or go to campconfidence.com, uh, look under our website under, under the tag events. It's got all the information there. Um, there's registration forms that you can um, send us back, and we'll get you involved. And, and it's just a super fun event. I can't stress that enough. Kudak. And what's nice about it, you know, like you said, Bob, you, you you get there Friday, all the guides are there, all the fishing people are there, you get to meet them, you, you can go up and talk to them, and, you know, Hall of Famers, you got a bunch of Hall of Famers there, and when can you go bend their ears like that, I mean, unless you're at a sports show and stuff like that, but 
what what great event can you have? All the money goes to the camp. Everybody's out to have a good time. Like last year, you said me and Craig were in the boat with like we had seven, eight people in there. I never even went in line. These guys caught so many fish over there. We had a fun time, and it, it's it's something to give back to the community. And you're you're running a good good deal over there. Yeah, and that Friday night dinner, uh, that's June 15th. This dinner was started by John Mariucci himself, the famed hockey legend, um, as a way to support the camp from him, his family. And now the Sertoma Club carries that dinner on, and they're going to cook a home-cooked meal, Italian dinner, that's where some of John's original recipes. And they're going to cook that for upwards of 800 people on that Friday night on June 15th. And then on June 16th, we gather at Madden's on Gull Lake, for the fishing classic and and uh, you get to go out fishing you get a subway lunch set out with you um you come back in we have a shoreline barbecue and weigh-in hosted by the Baxter bass snatchers it's just it's an all-around good deal everybody gets a, a prime tournament shirt um a bag of goodies it's, it's just a whole a whole ball of wax is a good deal and, and if people want to come up there and just come and watch through it and meet people, they're they're more than welcome to drive up on Friday and Saturday and come and visit with the people, right, Bob? Well, that's what's really fun is, I mean, like Chris, you just said it. Where else do you see all these pros in one spot in one place at one time? Um, even at a sports show, you got to chase them around and, and look in different booths and stuff. Here they're sitting right there. Um, sitting around picnic tables at Madden's Lagoon, and uh, they're willing to talk with you. They're, they're willing to sign autographs. Um, a lot of them have some freebie stuff in their pockets that they're willing to hand out from sponsors. Um, it's a great picture-taking opportunity is second to none. And, and uh, you know, Chris, you're still one of the younger old guards, but some of these guys are getting a little older, and this might – you know they're not participating in events like this on a on a yearly basis anymore. So this might be a last opportunity to see a lot of these guys. Well, hopefully, hopefully we can get the grumpy old men pontoon and put some of the the retirees on the, the grumpy old men pontoon on Saturday and go for a little ride. Yeah, that's right, Chris. And we've talked about that a lot. And and you know, um, like I said, you've been involved with this thing for pretty much darn near since the very beginning with. Of course, Nick Adams from Lindy Little Joe, um, the Linders, uh, Gary Roach, um, everybody that started this event out. And they're still hanging in there. They're still supporting camp. And we do want to honor everybody with a grumpy old man boat one day and just kind of do a pontoon outing during the Classic. Yeah, and I, you know what? I, I think that would be a, a, a real fun deal. And, and for the people to just watch them drive through the channel and see 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 the talent that's on that pontoon boat when it goes out. Well, you know, when you look around the Camp Classic and you put together the number of years of fishing experience, it, it's it's the second. I don't think you could ever put that much fishing experience in one event anywhere else. You got a good thing going, the 35th Annual Camp Fishing Classic. You can check it out and get registered, campconfidence.com. Bob Slaybaugh is our guest. He's one of the uh, head honchos up there at Camp Confidence, and we'll have more with him. And Chris Kudak coming up here on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Into the second half of Outdoor Adventures here on Twin Cities News Talk. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Got links to all of our friends and guests on there. Also, uh, pictures, videos, Comments, questions, concerns, all there 
find us Outdoor Adventures on Facebook. And also uh, make sure you follow us on that iHeartRadio app. That way, anytime we post a new episode, gives you a little notification that we have a new one up. And then you can download that and listen to it on your free time anytime on the free iHeartRadio app. We are chatting with Bob Slaybaugh right now of Camp Confidence. Big tournament coming up there, the 35th annual on uh, Gull Lake, and our friend uh, Chris Kudak, of course, co-host here of Outdoor Adventures. He's going to be uh, checking in there as well, Kudak, and we were talking a little bit before the break here. It is amazing uh, the amount of knowledge that you could pick up. So if somebody's coming up there just from the public, uh, you know, you can, I'm sure, talk about this, Kudak, and, and I know you love to uh, love to uh, get the jabber jaw going once in a while, so I'm, I'm sure it's fun for you, too, to have people come up and, you know, ask you questions on how to be better fishermen and better outdoorsmen. Well, yeah, you get, you get all the people coming up, and they, you know, they want to pick your brain about this or that, and, you know, it's, it's fun to, to, uh, to talk to the people. You got time, time to sit down and visit with them and they'll ask you, you know, how, how, how you do this or how do you do that? And, you know, it's, it's, it's a learning experience for them. And, and, you know, you got, like, like Bob said, you got very good. You got, uh, you know, all the, all the guys that, you know, tournament pro guys and, and this and that there. I mean, what better, what better, uh, time, time can you, you have over there? I mean, you got, you know, you got, you got some big name people there that, you know, it's right there. You could go ask them, how do you do this or how do you do that or, or you know, what technique do you use for this? And they're going to tell you. And Bob, can you kind of give a rundown? Now, I want to just clarify, is this something, Bob, that, you know, let's say I'm not fishing. Can I just come to the event and BS with the guys or is it more of a closed, uh, private deal there? You know, it is pretty, it is pretty open. Um, it's, uh, the Friday night dinner is no charge to come to that. Mm-hmm. And we, we thank uh, the Coburns and Cub Foods, um, the Quisberg family for all the donating, all the food, the Sertoma Club for putting that meal together. And, again, these are the famed John Mariucci's <laughs> actual, recipes, actual huh? recipes for this dinner. So it's an outside Italian dinner. Um, nothing fancy. It's, uh, you know, very casual dress, just like outdoorsmen are used to. Um, and that takes place right at the camp where you can take tours and, and see the camp confidence and, 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 and see what the campers benefit from. And that's why John Mariucci started that event on the Friday night before the fishing tournament. And then during the fishing tournament, um, two o'clock weigh in and the public is invited there's a lot of activities for the kids on shore bring them over they can do some casting competitions everybody walks home with a prize that day um something in their pocket uh again you get to hobnob you get to sit and talk with the pros and and watch the way in and i'll tell you what there's there's a lot of people that think that gull lake is fished out but when you come to this event and you see the way in it is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, there are some world-class bass weighed in, some world-class walleyes, some huge northerns weighed in. Every fish is released, with the exception of walleyes. And and I just want to talk about that for a moment. But because of the water temperatures uh, in June, the DNR does not allow us to release walleyes that come into the weigh-in stand. However, every fish that is harvested goes to a great cause also, and that's Pikes for Vets. And this program plays these fish up 
They run around to all the veterans' homes, and they do fish fries um, all throughout the summer at the VAs and and uh, honor our vets who are, are, you know, given so much of themselves. So it, it really this event is a win-win situation for everybody. And you might even hear me speak, Stanley, at this event this year. Well, I was going to ask Bob about that because, you know, you said the public was invited. You got the big uh, weigh-in at two, and then you have all the other events. But, you know, for those people that are going for the weigh-in, if if Kuduk is going to be the MC, Bob, I was going to recommend them to uh, bring a lawn chair, uh, some coffee, some extra snacks, and maybe a tent and a sleeping bag because they may be there a while. (laughs) You know, we're going to make him speak at 7 o'clock in the morning when he's not really quite awake. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, Chris is going to help do some introductions in the morning this year, and and, and uh, I'm sure there's going to be some joking around with some of the old guards, some of these Hall of Famers that have been around for years upon years. Um, but, yeah, at the, end of the, at the end of the event, too, during weigh-in, we pass the microphone around and we let everybody babble and, um, but usually the whole thing's wrapped up by four o'clock in the afternoon. And you know how many boats? How many boats do you figure we got, Bob? Did you ever get a final count? How many guide boats we got? Well, as of, as of this morning, we were sitting at uh, seventy-five boats. Pros coming in to take our donors out fishing. There's room for up to a hundred, and uh, so there's still room for people to get involved. There's still empty boat seats. So if somebody's listening to this and you want to get involved and you want to jump in a boat with one of these pros for uh, six hours of fishing, um, two hundred bucks donation to Camp Confidence, and uh, you get to you get to fish for a day in a tournament style atmosphere, pick their brains, you get the tournament shirt, the dinners, all everything involved, and uh, the best part is all the money goes a hundred percent of it goes right back to uh, supporting people with disabilities so that they can enjoy the outdoors. And 200 bucks that's a pretty pretty dang good deal when you consider uh you know what a regular guide trip would cost. I mean you're you're saving money and you get to hang out with this guy and then there's all those other ones you can you can uh bend their ears a little bit later after the uh tournament ends and during the weigh in and all that stuff. So definitely a great deal there. So check them out campconfidence.com if you'd like to get involved with the 35th annual fishing classic there. And Bob, I want to transition back to Camp Confidence in general. You said it's for cognitive and uh, physical disabled folks, um, but uh, tell a little bit more to listeners as far as you know who's it for, what's it for, uh, what what's generally the atmosphere there, and uh, how do people get uh, their families involved with that? Well, you know, Stan, thank you for coming back to that because uh, you know we've been talking about this fundraising event, but we wouldn't need to do fundraisers if we didn't have a program. And our program is uh, really unique in that it's open to families, group homes, school classes. Uh, I've had scout troops up there, church groups, any group who has a member with some sort of developmental or cognitive disability can come up to Camp Confidence. We are 100% wheelchair accessible. Um, and uh, they can come up here, enjoy the outdoors, uh, we provide program staff who are specialized and trained to adapt the activities and modify things so that everybody can participate. And really, it's about spending a few days and letting the, letting the fact that you have a disability go on the wayside. 
and we're going to work with your abilities and your interests, and we're going to get you involved. Um, a lot of times I have families who don't know how to get their son or daughter involved in the outdoors. They come up to camp, and within hours, they're absolutely amazed that we got somebody shooting archery or we got somebody going fishing because we've got all kinds of adaptive equipment, and uh, I'm willing to share that equipment and knowledge with everybody so that they can do it in their home environment. Uh, but, yeah, campconfidence.com. It's a pretty cool place. Um, check it out online, and that's we're going we're gonna to amaze you if you do decide to come out. Spread the word. Chances are you know of somebody who has a disability in your family or your neighborhood or your community or church that can use Camp Confidence. Ask them if they've ever heard us about us and look us up online. And we can't forget, Bob, you better give a big thanks and help to your sidekick, Sarah, because if it wasn't for her, all the legwork she's done besides you, we would be in trouble. You know, Sarah is uh, in charge of all of our special events and fundraising opportunities, and she's got to raise a lot of money to support this program, and she does an awesome job. I get, I'm blessed to work with, alongside of her. I have, the, I have the job of spending the money on our campers. She has the job of raising it. Um, we have hundreds upon hundreds of volunteers involved with Camp Confidence on an annual basis, and I cannot, cannot thank them enough. And, and uh, on Friday, the, the festivities start at, what, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Bob? Actually, the Mariucci, the Mariucci Fiesta starts at Friday at, at the camp at 4 p.m. and usually wraps up around 8.30 or 9 p.m. somewhere there. There's a bunch of silent auctions, and i tell you what, there are some awesome items on the silent auction this year. Um, there's also a live auction with fishing trips up to Genesee Lake, uh, Lake Tobin. Um, there's all kinds of stuff on the live auction, the silent auction. There's a Kansas, uh, quail hunt that's just, you couldn't, you could not beat this trip. You probably couldn't buy it on the open market if you wanted to because these guys are so full, but they donated, donated a trip to camp. And, uh, this year we're going to auction that off. Yeah, and then, then Saturday we get, we get off at what, eight o'clock in the morning to go out fishing with the guys and come back in about three? See there, and now you're now you're letting on to your age, Chris, because you actually have to be at the lagoon on Madden's Lake at 7 a.m. But I will bring donuts and coffee for you. Uh, I don't drink coffee, but the donuts. But you got to make sure there's sprinkles on them. <laughs> you know, after fishing sprinkles. with you yesterday, I'll make sure I have a can of warm Mountain Dew with you. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I'll, I'll have the Mountain Dew. I was going to ask you too, Bob. Uh, who was really catching all the fish out there? Was it Kudak or your kid or yourself? I got to know. Well, you know, I think we evened up. We were searching for fish yesterday, looking, uh, trying to just uh, find some spots for this this high school league tournament that's coming up there the Sunday after the our Camp Confidence Classic, and my son will be fishing that with Chris, and and uh, Chris is a boat captain or a boat guide that day. Um, but, uh, yeah, we found some fish. We, there was a lot of fish. And, you know, a lot of people, I hear a lot of negativity about Mille Lacs Lake. And every time I go there, it's absolutely phenomenal. I, you know, I drive up to Canada, and I do not have the quality of fishing that I have on Mille Lacs Lake every time I go there consistently. 
Well, and, you know, I talked to some guys yesterday that were buddies of mine up on the north end. They went out last night for an hour and a half. They caught 50 walleyes. So, yeah. I mean, they, they, we, just, we just got out here. We got a fish that was 24 inches. You know, we weren't there 20 minutes. We caught one already. And, and you know, there, a lot of people are catching fish. They've had some tournaments up here today at uh, Hunter's Point, and they did. They, they had some big big numbers fish caught. Big Stringer weighed in to win it. I think it was over 30 pounds. So, I mean, there is a lot of fish here. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I took my uh, father-in-law there. He, a couple nights before then, I asked him, I said, you know, you've caught a lot of fish in your life. What's your goal? And, you know, what do you want to do? He's 84 years old. I asked him, and he says, I'd like to catch my biggest walleye of my life. And I said, well, how big is that? He said, well, I'd like to catch 28 inches. So, all right, let's go over to Mille Lacs tomorrow night. And we went over there, and lo and behold, he busted that record and then some. Oh, yeah, there's, there, it, the bite is on over here for people. If they want to come and catch bass and walleyes, the bite is hot over here. I mean, it's uh, it's a good bite. You know, the, you go to the rocks this time of year, put your bobbers on or, or up to the sand and do a little rigging with some night crawlers or some leeches, and you'll catch all the fish you want. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And, Chris, I know you're doing a launch trip tonight, and I'm sure those guys are going to have a lot of fun. Um, these launches over there, what a great way to have a celebration with family and friends. Get out there and catch a bunch of fish. If you want to, you know, yeah, just get out there and have fun. That's what Minnesota is all about. Well, we look forward to uh, chatting with you again soon here, Bob, of Camp Confidence. Bob Slaybaugh, check him out at campconfidence.com. Thanks for all your information and time today, and uh, best of luck on the water and with the tournament. All right, thank you guys, and uh, keep up the great work, and tight lines to you all. Thank you, sir. That is uh, Bob Slaybaugh, uh, director up there at Camp Confidence Learning Center. Uh, for those with uh, cognitive and physical disabilities, you can get your uh, family involved. Uh, it's free camp for families with uh, folks of disabilities, and uh, you can check it out at campconfidence.com. Also, if you want to get involved with the uh, tournament coming up here in two weeks, the 15th and the 16th. My buddy Kuduk will be there. You can chat with him. I don't even know. I never, I guess, directly asked you, but as far as professional experience, what are you at, about 40 years, 50 years? Uh, We won't indulge that number. Okay, well, we'll keep that a secret then. You must be getting pretty old then if you don't even want to, you know, throw out an estimate. Even the DNR does that. (laughs) <laughs> Put it like this: At the end of the month is my birthday, oh, and we boy. won't mention that either. Well, I'm, I'm. Well, I was going to say maybe I'll buy you breakfast, but I've bought you enough of those, so I have to come up with something new, I guess. But uh, we're going to wrap things up here. Chris Kuduk is uh, heading out on the launch. If you'd like to uh, get out in a boat with him on Malax too, you can uh, get a hold of him up there, and uh, he will uh, take you out on a launch trip as well. Sounds like the fish are biting pretty well there. Uh, we have some news on Malax as well as far as the management from the DNR goes. Uh, they're now tagging some walleyes. They're re-netting them, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Also chat a little bit. Muskie opener today, so hopefully if you're out in the boat listening to Outdoor Adventures, hopefully you got one of those big slimers in the uh, boat already today. But if not, uh, best of luck to you guys out there also. Uh, National Get Outdoors Day, that is coming up next Saturday. We'll talk about how you can get into the state parks for free. Coming up here when we wrap things up on Outdoor Adventures, Twin Cities News Talk, AM 1130, FM 103.5, and the free iHeartRadio app. Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the Big Boppa speaking. 
sweet thing. Do I want? Will I want? Oh, baby, you know what I like. Chantilly lace and a pretty face and a ponytail hanging down. One final segment of Outdoor Adventures, going way back for that one with the Big Bopper, Kudak. Yeah, that's before your time and my time. That's uh, good. I, I like how you listen to a lot of those old songs, you know, and the people, especially the older generation, and I'm sure you uh, will say the same about my generation, and I'll say the same, but it was a little more innocent back then. But you listen to some of the words of those songs. They were clever in the way they uh, crafted their lyrics, but uh, if you really, if it really comes down to it, it, it's just as dirty as the music is now. They're just not as direct about it, I guess. Well, you know, that back then it was it was the good old tunes, and then uh, and people listened to good music back then. I like the the stuff that you listened to back in the nineties and the whatever. Well, that's a generational thing. I, I will admit the nineties were not that uh, great for music. I, the only good thing was, uh, well, GNR. They, well, that was actually late '80s, I guess. But uh, they went through the '90s. But yeah, there was a lot of a lot of change with the rap and hip hop, and the rock was turning into glam rock, and then the alternative uh, genre came around in the early '90s. So yeah, it was kind of a messed up time. Maybe maybe that's what's wrong with me. It's the music. Well, I think uh, you know it's uh, it's go. Everybody goes through their fads, I guess, is how it works, and. You know, music's music, I guess. I I like the old 70s, and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Well, we only got a couple of minutes here, so I want to get to this. Uh, first off, we'll mention uh, a lot of people were commenting. Man, it, it was probably one of our hottest uh, posts ever on Facebook. You can find it there. But uh, the latest, I uh, guess, thing that uh, put the citizens and the resort owners and the bait shop owners up in arms there in Mille Lacs was, uh, I guess, the... And I believe it was the uh, the uh, DNR on the uh, tribe side found a net with with uh, some dead walleye in it, and uh, that obviously isn't going to help the situation up there. So that was that was kind of a big uh, big uprising there. Well, you know, and that that's not the first net that's been found. There's other nets that's been found through the years, and and you know they they put their nets out before the ice is off. You know, there's still ice floating around, and then the the wind grabs that net or the ice and shoves it back over on top of it, and pretty soon the nets are gone. Well, now you got a problem because you got all them fish in that net, yep. and they're dead. Yep. So how many pounds have you, you know, are you losing? And do they credit them against what they what they net there? Well, they, they said it is going to go against their quota, but you know the the main thing that that bothers me is whether it goes to the Indian quota or goes to the white man quota. You, you just wasted, I think they said the official count was 67 walleyes, and it didn't have a poundage, unfortunately. But, you know, let's just say you figure a two-pound average, which it's probably more than that. You know, that's a couple 150, 200 pounds of of uh, fresh walleyes that, that, that could have went on somebody's plate. Oh, you bet. I mean, we, you know, we, we buy our license, and, you know, we can't, we can't keep nothing. It's all catch or release, but... They can go out and they can net their fish and, and leave them in the nets because their nets got lost and and you know people got cabins up here and they like to you know keep keep a fish to you know go home and eat with their family. Yeah, exactly. So, I well, mean, it's it's it, it, it's a 
lot of politics going on. We, I, I don't know where it's going to end up or what's going to happen, but something needs to be changed or something needs to be done, and hopefully, hopefully they can figure it out. Yeah, well, uh, you've probably heard this too, but back here in the earlier part of May, uh, more than 20,000 walleyes were tagged in Mille Lacs. It's going to be to provide better estimates of the lake's population of walleye that are 14 inches or longer. Now, it says here they conducted similar estimates six different times in Mille Lacs. Uh, they've been placed in the lake's walleye population as high as 1.1 million in 2002 and as low as 250,000 in 2014, and that is actual fish, not poundage. Um, now, since May 20th, DNR staff, they've been recapturing the tagged walleye using gill nets, and they're set for less than an hour. And based on the number of walleye that are originally tagged and the total number of tagged fish that turn up during the recapture with the netting, the DNR says they can make an accurate estimate of the lake's walleye population. And uh, also anglers who catch a tagged walleye, I know how you feel about this personally, but they're asked to leave the tag fish and record numbers of the both tags by writing down the numbers or photographing the tags, and then they want you to report that tag fish to the DNR as well. So uh, we'll see, I guess, uh, another study, another million dollars, I guess, and we'll uh, see what happens. Well, I suppose we can raise our fees another you know, fifty, twenty-five dollars, so we can pay for this study again. Be, you know, they, we were out here Thursday fishing, and they had they had twenty DNR guys putting nets in out here. The first fish we caught tonight had a tag in it. Yep. You know, a twenty-four incher, but they got lots of studies, and I, I like to know where all this data goes or what they do with it because yep. I think half half of it's probably wrong. Sure. Well, we got to let you go, buddy. You enjoy your time out there tonight. See ya. Okay, talk to you. Yep, that is legendary guide and freshwater fishing Hall of Famer Chris Kudak. I'm Stan Poggle, Black Republican, Black Democrat. Coming up next. <laughs>